This is the sound of regular water droplets. This is the sound of vitamin water droplets. Regular water, vitamin water. Regular water, vitamin water. Hey, come on now. Vitamin water. It has vitamins, but also parties. Copyright 2020, Glasso. Hey guys, this episode of Life is Dope is brought to you by Megafauna. Uh, Megafauna is a creative supply located at 31st and Blake in the Rhino Art District in Denver, Colorado. For a full list of design, print, and creative services, they're available at artperil.com. That is artperil.com. The set curator for Life is Dope is Duncan Dash Designs. For all of your interior design and art curator needs, visit duncandash.com. Catering and beverage is sponsored by Barrels Beer Company, located in the Rhino Art District. Barrels is a true small batch brewer located at 3120 Blake Street. Check him out at BarrelsBeerCo.com. Drink up. Also, shout out to The Sessions. They're an affiliate media partner that produces a live music event bi-monthly as a platform for independent musicians and artists. Check them out at The Sessions Uncut on Facebook. Hell yeah. Nigga! Nigga, that was official. Hold up, clap it up for Give him a clap again. Clap it up Yo, yo, it's the Life the Dope Podcast. I'm your man, Graffiti. What's good, ladies and gentlemen? It's Davey. I have to take my sip of my Barrel's beer from Barrel's Beer Company. It's delicious. Get you some. Drink up. Hey. How you living today, bro? I feel good, man. It's, uh, it's podcast day. It's podcast day, man. Life is dope. I'm in, a, I'm in a good mood, too, man. And I'm in a especially good mood because we got another special guest in the building <clears throat> today. Not it's, special, but like super special. Yeah, like this is a big deal right here. So, fresh out the south. We got national recording artist Scotty ATL. Y'all make sure hey. Scotty real quick. What's going on? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? How you living, bro? Hey man, like you said, life is dope. You know what I'm saying? So I'm in here. Uh-oh. Oh, that's some new shit. Exclusive? Nah, it wasn't exclusive. <laughs> that was a mistake. Yeah, but we live, man. It's, it's time, man. I'm, I'm excited to be back in Denver, Colorado, and um, yeah, I'm smoking some good weed. Yeah. yeah, it's time, man. What's That's going that, on with y'all? What's that strain right there? That's you? This Cloud 9, I think. Uh-oh, what's, what's Cloud 9 for the people that don't know? This is my own strain. I'm mm. smoking on my own strain. Mm. Yeah, live, Denver, Colorado. They got these at the Dab Company. Okay. okay. Yeah, okay. I got Cloud 9 and Curious George. Those are two of my strains. And tomorrow, Cloud 9 will be made of oil as well. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's lit, man. It's and going it's legal down. Mm-hmm. And it's legal. Yeah. Come to Denver, get you some of that Cloud 9 and that Curious door. Exactly. So what's going on in Atlanta, man? Well, how come they haven't made weed legal yet? What's the holdup? Mm. They bullshit? Nah, man. You know, I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a couple years if we even do get legalized. Mm. You know, um, it's different in the South, man. It's real gutter. Mm. I don't really think we ready for it. Mm. You know, just because the way the dispensary is set up and the grow houses, man, I just think niggas would be running up in them motherfuckers. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They got to get a lot more shit in place before right. we do something like Right now, West Coast just ahead of the game when it comes to, you know, all of that. Even just on the music level, when you go to the studio, you know I'm in L.A., man, they got security. You know, you got to give your ID. 
it's different shit. You know what I'm saying? In Atlanta, you know, it's just whatever's clever. Whoever walk up in that motherfucker. Right. You know what I'm saying? So we we got we got some work to do. You know what I mean? No, that makes sense. That makes sense. But for the people that don't know who Scotty ATL is, just kind of let them know a little bit about yourself. How long you been doing what you do and what do you do and all that? No doubt, man. It's your boy Scotty ATL. I'm from Atlanta. Um, I have my own record label called Cool Club. Mm. I also have two strains of marijuana, like we just said, Cloud Nine and Curious George. I got rental property. Um, you know what I'm saying? Entrepreneur I was alert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Part owner of uh, A-Town Grill. Shout out to my dog, P.I. You know what I mean? Um, shit. Other than that, you know what I mean? I got a lot of things going on, man. Kissy Lee and J-Dot Rain, they both assigned to Cool Club. Okay. I've been on four national tours. Um, I went on a 24-city tour with I.M. Sue and Jaron Ben. And then I went on tour with Big Crit and BJ the Chicago Kid for 39 cities. Dope. Then I did 44 cities with B.O.B. And I did 43 cities with Starlito and Don Tripp. So I'm uh, working on the project right now with Organized Noise. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to them. Dang, salute. And, um, nah, nah, hell no. Nah, that's that, major right there. Major, <laughs> like, we can't just, yeah, just yeah, breeze yeah, past yeah, that. Yeah. Nah, all of it is major. You know what yeah. I'm saying? To me, you know, it's just it's one of those things, man, where, you know, in Atlanta, you got some artists that just blow up quick. You know what I mean? And we got a lot of one-hit wonders. You know what I mean? But my path just been a little different. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had to build a real fan base, you know what I'm saying? And I've had to, you know, take a different route than some of my peers, you know what I'm saying, have taken. Right. But, I'm, you know, I'm excited about it, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm one of the type of people when I get the one going, I'm trying to stay. You right. feel what I'm saying? So, you know, everybody have fun and do what they do. But uh, by the end of this year, it's going to be mine and it's going to stay that way. Hey. Ooh. Yeah, it's time. And I think that's a big difference that sets you apart from a lot of um – mainstream Atlanta artists is that you're you're very lyrical, especially for someone who comes from the South. You're really not like a, a mumble rap, let me get this check and, you know, talk about booties bouncing and, and everything like that. Um, so what, what are some of your inspirations? I, I know that, um, so growing up, you uh, you listened to Tupac growing up? I listened to Tupac. My mom used to play Tupac a lot, you know what I'm saying? Pitching me rolling. Um, and uh, I like Outkast, UGK. Mm. Eight ball MJG, you know what I'm saying? Them was some of my like, you know, people I looked up to because my pops, my cousins, my uncles, you know, they listened to them. You right. know what I'm saying? And they lived the lifestyle that they was living too. You know what I'm saying? Like my my dad and my uncles and cousins, they was real players and hustlers. Damn. You feel me? So that's what I just grew up seeing. So when I heard the music, it was like, damn, this is the soundtrack to the life I'm seeing. Right, 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 right. Do you yeah. feel like it's kind of hard? To avoid falling into that lane, because like right now, it's it's like you said, a lot of people kind of just blow up out the south real quick and then right. be gone. Right. And they all kind of come with that package, you know what I mean? It's right. it's the dreads, it's the all right, we're gonna rap about Molly Percocet, you know what I mean? Right. How do you steer clear from that? Because we know once we listen to you, like all right, this cat right here is lyrical, but right. to even just get that listen, you know what I mean? What's 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 the work behind that? Well, I outwork everybody. You know what I'm saying, independent and major. So I've been um, I've been able to stand next to a lot of legends, and I got a lot of tracks with a lot of legends. Like I was just telling you, I was in um, Los Angeles last night with Big Boy. You yeah. know what I mean? I went out to just support what he was doing at Chalice. You know, but I got records with Bon B, and that's like he's like a big homie to me. You know what I'm saying? Like 
Big Gip, Eight Ball. You know, these are these are people that I've done songs with that I'm able to stand next to. You know what I'm saying? And it's not like a I ain't paying these people, you know what I'm saying, right. to do this. This is just all love and relationships. You right. see what I'm saying? So to me, I think it's just one of them things where people, a lot of people know who Scotty ATL is, and I've had some records that have done well, but it's just that, that one record that I feel like that's going to allow the masses to be able to connect, you know what I'm saying, everything. Right now I got a record on the radio. It's playing on 35 radio stations. Okay. It's called Life of the Party. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's doing well independently, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's really moving. So, you know, those things in the works, you know what I mean? For real. Yeah, and Life of the Party, like, it's really dope. It has kind of like that, a uh, little bit of that dance hall vibe, but it's it's something that's for definitely for 2017, to, uh, right. 2018. Right. What, um, what was your inspiration for it? My dog, K.E., K.E. on the track, oh, we do a lot of dope shit together. You know, um, one of my favorite songs of my my own is called Never Switch Up, mm-hmm. and uh, K.E. produced it. So, we get in the studio, normally he'll send me about 10 tracks, mm-hmm. and out of those 10 tracks, he'll send me one that's got a different vibe, you know. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it is about it, but just that sound in particular... I've been able to just really effortlessly do a lot of tracks like that. You know, like Life of the Party is the one that's on the radio now. But I got a lot of tracks like that that people haven't heard. So you feel like Life of the Party might be that one? or you think I it's think it might up? be. No, oh, I think it one. might be. It's, yeah. it's doing real well. And, and the video is not out. It's not no money being put behind it again. This is just organic hard work, you know what I'm saying, relationships. And fans, you yeah. know what I'm saying? The video not even out, and it's already spinning on the radio like that. So, you know, we're going we're gonna to take it to the next level for sure. Word, word. Yeah. I think one of the, that's one of the biggest uphill challenges for being an independent artist is, man, like, just getting your foot in the door. So mm-hmm. to be able to do that, like you said, with no money behind it and no video or nothing like that, and then you're getting radio spins, that's that's major. I'm, I'm straight. We have yeah. camera. <laughs> Producer Jay Hint, go ahead, hit that. Yeah, it's all good. So you definitely out here putting that footwork in. And Appreciate it. That's definitely respect. Appreciate it. Yep. So far, what do you feel like? Because I know the career for me, looking as a fan, right. you just getting started. But what do you feel like has been your biggest move yet? Like, damn, I'm kind of, I'm kind of on right now. Um, man, I would say um, my biggest move is is just recently um. Being a part of what's been going on at Stankonia and the Dungeon family, mm. you know, um, I just got a new manager, shout out to KP, right. you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm working with Ray Murray and Sleepy Brown, like, on the, you know, every time I'm in the session, I'm working with them. And it's different for me than just working with a producer in another studio, yeah. you know? It's like, when I go to the studio with somebody else, it's like here's the track, I record it. Once I record what I did, that's the song. Right. We can put it out. You know what I'm saying? When I'm working with these guys, it's here's the track, I record it, and we may we may stay working on that same track for three or four weeks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like going back and forth, changing this, changing that, changing the raps. You know, everything sounded like it was about the topic except this part. Let's change that. Right. So you know. It gave me a chance to see why Outkast was so successful. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's teaching me, you know, how to approach my music in a different way. 
And, you know, I'm up at Stankonia. It's been a, at least about five sessions. Well, just how I'm sitting next to y'all, I'm sitting right next to Big Boy. You know what I'm saying? Picking the track. You know, writing the track. Recording the track. You right. know what I'm saying? Um... Sleepy Brown walking in, you know, Tilt walking in, Bon B walking in. You know, these all things have just been happening in the recording process. And so um, it's just been a dope experience that I think when people get a chance to hear this music, yeah. you know what I mean, they're going to they gonna really enjoy it. And so what is it about Atlanta where it, it just seems like, like any artist can really just blow up there? Like, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, it, it, you don't really have that same effect, like... If you go to, I don't know, Cincinnati or Wyoming, <laughs> Wyoming, right, right, right. Minnesota, like you, you yeah. don't really have artists that blow up in their cities like they blow up in Atlanta. So what is it about Atlanta that makes it so special? Man, you know what? And and I never really thought about this, but until you just said it, you just asked the question. You ever read this book called The Tipping Point? I've heard of it. Okay. You should check it out, right? It talks about how when things happen in the area for certain people, how it becomes the norm. Mm. So I'm not saying that's the reason, but I think that's why it's so common. Now it's become like what people are waiting for the next person to blow out of Atlanta. Right. You know what I'm saying? But beyond that, believe it or not, man, the dudes that you see that blow up, a lot of times they just are hard workers. Mm. You know, like, um, I've been around some of these dudes and just watched their work ethic. You know what I mean? Whether it's them just staying in the studio or just their belief in themselves. Like, a lot of people sleep on what you believe about yourself. Mm. You know what I mean? But, man, a lot of these dudes that come up, they truly believe they're going to be the next superstar. Yeah. And it happened for them. Right. You know what I mean? Like, one example is my little homie Jacquees. Like, man, I remember Jacquees, like, just... You know, dropping my little home mouth at the party. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, real talk. Yeah. And, 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 you know, like, that's my partner. You know what I mean? He's super dope. But I remember back then how he felt about how he was going to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, he felt like he'll be the next Chris Brown or he'll be bigger than Chris Brown. You know right. what I mean? And he on his way. He signed the rich game now. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm, we, we get a chance to be around each other. Like, I saw... Sire the Kid, you know, come mm-hmm. up, K Count, Trinidad James, you know what I'm saying, and a lot of others. It's just dope, man. It's, it's being it's, around that energy. Yeah, I think around it. Yeah, energy know? is everything. Y'all feeding off of each other, and I think that's one of the good things about Atlanta. Like you said, it becomes a norm because if every person in your your clique right. feels, all right, I'm the greatest, I'm really gonna do this, and you're really putting that work in, it's gonna rub off. So, message yeah. listeners, but I think it's. <laughs> And you know what, my mother, not to cut you off, mm-hmm. if you look at, like, even what's going on in Detroit right now, right, mm. people got their eyes on Detroit. I see more people when I'm watching just on blogs and shit now, like, every city where somebody come up quick, now everybody want to see who next. Yeah. Yeah. Same, yeah, that happened in uh, Houston, happened with Miami, with Rick Ross. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone just started blowing up just one after the other. Right, right. I think a lot of it has to do with its... um. It's a, it's a fairly black city. I think there's a lot of money that that comes into the city that black people also get access to. Do you think that that also is is, is an important part of it? Um, I can't say that. I mean, people do people do get money, but I feel like people get money everywhere. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like, Atlanta has always been known for music, you know, since Outkast, or four Outkast. Yeah. You know, um, but now it's just more rapid. It's just more people, you know, and it's it's become common. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, we already know somebody going to come up out of Atlanta before the end of this year. Somebody new going to come up. And right. do you think socially and different businesses in Atlanta that they take hip hop seriously there? Because I think I think now here in Denver we're starting to be taken seriously in the in the music scene and, and a lot of different companies are taking hip hop seriously in Denver, even down to, you know, giving artists their own strains and mm-hmm. and booking out venues for Denver-based independent artists, I, I think they're now starting to get that look. But it seems like Atlanta is, is, has always really taken the music seriously. Um, probably so. You know what I mean? Like I just know for myself, seeing the artists that I name coming up, you know, we took it seriously. You right. know what I mean? And um, everybody don't take it serious. You know, you got some cats that just really trying to get a check, mm-hmm. and you got some cats that's really like. Working hard and they taking it serious, you know. I think that Atlanta just continued something that happened. You know what I mean? Like when you when you when we had that big era, and people and Atlanta was a hub for people to go to. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the culture behind it. You know the music just kind of became the soundtrack to it. You know, and and people did the sound. You know what I mean? But I think, like I said, I think that can happen everywhere. You yeah. know what I mean? It just, it's just about finding whatever that culture is and tapping into it. And like you said, even in Denver, like, you know, the, the weed culture mm-hmm. is something that brings a lot of artists to the city. People are excited to come out of Denver, you know what I'm saying? Cause right. They want to try the weed. They want to smoke, you know what I mean, and see what, the, what all the talk is about. So if, so if an artist wanted to move to Atlanta basically start making music there would that be an easy process or is there a lot of politics that go into it or is right. there yeah your ass ain't from here is, is, like <laughs> is there like a no fly zone yeah. for people that aren't from Atlanta <laughs> nah you know what I, this is what I always tell people when they tell me they want to um, move to Atlanta for music mm-hmm. um, I always tell them man stay where you at yeah. you know what I'm saying because if you ain't if you ain't get it popping in your own city then it will make you think you're going to come somewhere that's bigger. That's real. And and may have more talented artists and do it. Like, again, I think that, yeah, Atlanta does have a spotlight. But if you ain't working hard and your music ain't dope, it don't, it don't really matter anyway. Where you at? Right. This, for me, this is in the same way. If I didn't live in Atlanta, I think I'd still be popping because... I'm gonna find a way to get a crowd out to support my music. Right. You know what I mean? And and I think that's just what it is, wherever you from. If you, if that shit not popping for you, you can't blame it on your city. Right, right, right. You got the same opportunity everybody else got. That's true. Yeah, so what got you into the rap game? What made you decide, you know what, I'm gonna try this rap shit? Um, my homeboy King Jay, he he was uh he started out rapping. We played basketball together, mm. and um, we would go to his crib after basketball practice, and um, I'd wait for my mom to pick me up. But he started rapping, and um, I thought it was some cool shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, damn, like, this some cool shit. And we did it, 
and um, let some people hear it, and folks liked it. You know what I mean? We was already cool anyway, <laughs> but people liked the shit, you know what I'm saying? So, man, we kept doing it, you know what I mean? We bought some studio time out, and, um, and then we got our own little setup, and then he went to the Navy, and he left me with everything, mm, and man. I just kept doing it. Word, word, word. So, you been hustling out the trunk type situation? Or, like, because right now we in a weird era of music where it's the internet is ruling everything, streaming and all that. Right. So, the younger artists is coming up that way, but then there's the artists that was coming out the trunk that was in the barbershops that was really putting that work in. Yeah. How, was, how was your come up in the game? <clears throat> well, my come up has just been just a hustle. You know what I'm saying? Like, my grind being like, like a Master P or a T.I., you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Okay. Or, you know, one of these guys that really had to get out in the street. Like, I'm connected on the West Coast, on the East, in the South. You know what I'm saying? I got fans everywhere, you know what I mean? And I'm going to be around for a long time. Right. So, for me, I look at it like I'm going to be able to be one of the greats. You know what I'm saying? When you mention Jay-Z or you mention the 8-Ball, you're going to be able to say Scott ATL too. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So... I feel like that's why I've gone through some of the things I've had to go through. You know what I mean? If you want to be on that level, you got to be like a CEO. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I am. You feel me? That's a, that's a good way to segue because I was about to ask you because i got a lot of artists, homies, and just the artists that come through. And at the end of the day, I mean, like, rap is a gateway into the business mm -hmm. to do other things that you want to do but what's the end goal you know what right. I mean a lot of cats want to get signed and then after that it's like alright you got a deal got your check now what what's right the, what's the end goal for Scotty ATL man I'm going to be a business mogul you know what I'm saying I'm going to have several different businesses um, in music outside of music you know I'm going I'm to be able to put a lot of people on I'm going to do a lot of good for people and you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna do a lot of good for the world too. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you a young dude. We we young around here. I know we, you know, I'm thirty. Somebody called that old, but nigga, I'm young. So <laughs> the music game right now, man, it's a lot of back and forth between what they call in the young cats and the old heads. Right. You know, it's the old them the new guys is mumble rap, blah blah blah. The old man, heads look, this and that. how you feel? Man, Gucci man said this, and it was the really shit. You know what I'm saying? He said they doing song right. Mm, yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? So instead of hating, you feel me? I just start looking at whoever it is. Man, what they doing right? You know what I mean? Like if it's them believing in themselves, like I said, a lot of these cats out here be complaining that they not on, but they don't really believe in themselves like that. You know what I mean? That's true. That's you know, true. a nigga will come out, a young nigga will come out, and he just believe on the shit. Mm. You know what I mean? You got to respect it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I salute it. You know, if you get into the money and um, you ain't harming nobody to do it, I salute it. Who's a new young artist out right now that you would like to work with? Man, I'm fucking with Kodak Black. Okay. I'm fucking with um, NBA Youngboy. Yeah. Mm. Um... Shit, them by the only two I really just listen to like that. You know what I'm saying? Yo, mm. I don't know. I like I like uh, Lil Uzi Vert. I like, okay, I like what he's doing. Um, I think as far as like yeah, just Playboy Cardi, I rock with them. Yeah, I like follow Playboy Cardi. I, yeah, My homie these, is DJ. A lot of these young rappers is just getting in trouble, man. They getting in like yeah, man. Just, how how you stay out of that? 
I mean, because once you get in the industry, man, it's about it's about getting your money. You know what I'm saying? As long as you stay focused, you know what I mean, and you get your money, man. All the rest of this shit don't even. You know what I'm saying? I'm. Look, man, I'm trying to get the chick. You feel <laughs> what I'm saying? All yeah. that other shit. Yeah. I ain't worried about what the next man doing or nothing. Because yeah. he don't do me no good. Right. You right. feel me? I'm going to do my motherfucking thing and get what? I'm going to stay out of the way. But do you ever have to, like, pull some of these rappers to the side and say, you know, hey, you know, you're, you're messing up the money, man. You, you know, you're getting caught up in all, like, all of this stuff that really doesn't even matter. You're getting in trouble. You're getting arrested. I mean, you know, my people, you know, I, I you know, we have real conversation. Yeah. So you know my homeboy is doing some shit like that, but if you ain't my homeboy for real, you know, keep moving. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, man, bro, you grown. Yeah, <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? That's some real shit. Own shit. Yeah, you grown in fuck, bro. You know what I mean? Cause it's just more for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. shit. <laughs> real that's, that's shit. Real too. No, that's real. Yeah, yeah. So obviously you smoke. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Your music includes a lot of smokish type shit true i got this theory man i feel like artists that kind of base a career around marijuana mm-hmm. have longevity in the game mm. when i think about like a currency true a snoop a devin to do especially in denver like we'll book them all the time forever they'll never have to make a new song ever but it's just that culture of weed behind it do you feel like you're starting to fall into that lane i feel like i'm gonna be around like that anyway you know mm. what i'm saying just the type of artist i am i am like I said, I've been on four national tours. I feel like that's that's key, you know, to success too, you know. Um, some artists never even get on the tour. Yeah. But, yeah, I think having a subculture, period, whatever that is you attach to, if it's skateboarding, if it's if it's the marijuana world, uh, if it's fashion, you know, um, you have you have a different audience outside of just the music. Right, you know what I mean, and, right. and those people are not around for the music. They around because you do something they like to do. You right. know what I mean. So yeah, I think shit. Me being in the marijuana world is gonna keep me around. That's real for sure. Yeah, I, I never thought about that. Like like that, the subculture of the yeah. music. Like, once you yeah. adapt yourself to that, that any subculture, yeah. video games. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of different soil cultures where, you know, you doing some shit. You got a hobby or you got to think about some artists, man. Like I said, they don't have a subculture. Yeah, that's true. They just just rap. Good. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean? man. Tell us about this new record. Don't get robbed. Yeah, please. What, hey, what's, what's that motherfucker that? had twenty thousand views the first day, right? Uh, damn. Double S. Really. We recorded the song, me and my boy JL. We was in the studio after after the session. I was in there with Ray. T.I., Mike Epps, Killer Mike, all them was in there, but they had went into the other room. So I'm like, shit, man, let's stay in here, bro. Like, yeah. you know, I respect all them guys, but. First, 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 tell us what the song is about. Black China. <laughs> it's about Black China and Rob Kardashian and the recent. You know, um, yeah, I, I don't know what you call it. I just thought it was funny, and so I never make songs like this. But he had to be. I I was rapping that shit, and then I, I when I wrote it down, I said, "Man, it's some funny shit." <laughs> I was like, "Man, I'm gonna do this shit, man. Fuck it, you know what I mean? Come on." So we did it, 
And then as we started working on it, we were both alike, bro. This shit hard, bro. Yeah. Like, for real. So I finished the whole record. Mike Epps came in uh, and he heard it. He said, boy, you better put this out tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so I did. I got that little meme together, you know, for the artwork cover. And that shit was hilarious. I dropped that bitch <laughs> at 7 in the morning. Dead ass for real. Double SL picked it up and was going ham on the promo with it. That motherfucker was doing good. Yeah. Yeah. Out the gate. Don't too. get robbed. <laughs> Don't get that, robbed. Right Have yeah. the chick ever finessed you before? Mm. Nah, I can't say no chick never finessed me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't say that. Nah. <laughs> nah. Now, what about what about a Kardashian? Would you ever date a Kardashian? Being that you've seen kind of what kind of happens to everybody, people start losing basketball games, getting strung out on crack, <laughs> losing their mind. I'm not going to say it has anything to do with it. I'm just well, saying, no, it I'm has noticing, everything to do with I'm it. noticing some commonalities with the people that they date. It's real. I, I, I would say this. I do notice the same things. I'm going to say that first. <laughs> okay. All right? But... I don't know. I, I I think a lot of it just got to do with you know them particular relationships. Just you know what I'm saying? Like now, nah, you know they they strong females. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They independent. You know what I'm saying? Like they grew up under uh what the, what's the lady name? Uh, Chris. Bruce. Chris Jenner. Chris Jenner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, nah. Bruce. My bad. <laughs> but you know what I mean, like, and 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 she's strong. She's a boss. You know what I mean, like, she's independent too. So, I think you know a lot of cats getting robbed out here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it just ain't hit social media like that. But yeah. you know, anytime you're dealing with a strong, independent woman like that, you just you you know you gonna have situation on your hand. You are gonna have to. You know, figure it out. You know what I'm saying? That's a great media trained answer. All, 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 all accept that. That's hell yeah. some, that is some great media training. So that's with that real shit, said, though. Man, yeah, that, that's, <laughs> that's real. Don't, shit, don't though. get robbed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Real talk. Don't get robbed out right now. <laughs> Black China. Make sure y'all go check that out. I swear you're going to like it. With that being said, man, now that you, you know, you got the statue around you, cause you give off this vibe. Kind of like, all right, this nigga being cool, but now you're in the industry. Mm. So, automatically... How does that affect your life with the females? Because now that you're touring and all that, right? If you was already pulling, you, I know the super groupies is out there now. Man, is you it better know, just move single or what? It's it's like this, man. Like I said before, you know, you need to get your paper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Don't get robbed out now. Man. Check it out. On for real. Don't get robbed. On so for real, cause you know. Females do recognize when you uh, you on the come up, you know what I'm saying. Uh, you got a situation going on, you know what I'm saying. But it's up to you to stay focused. Right. One of my favorite tracks you got is that uh, that "Marry Me" track. Yeah, and that's some real shit. Yeah, yeah. My bank account full. I feel way better. She says, "Me or the money?" I just wave at her. <laughs> you know at yeah. the end of the day, get your bags. I'm so serious, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Dig it. Don't get robbed. Man, so the music, what you got coming up? Um, I recently just dropped a video for Kudos. I shot a video in Denver at the Dab Company's Grow House, where my strains are. 
Um, that video is out now. Again, it's called Kudos. I got Life of the Party still playing on the radio right now. Just really getting started. Um, appreciate it. I got the video for that on the way. I shot the video in L.A. on BET weekend. Um, other than that, I'm in the studio working with Organized Noise. Um, especially some new music song. That's it. You know what I mean? It's time. Man, what is it like working with Organized Noise? Because I, I don't think we can really like skip over the fact that... like. <laughs> Like th- this is a big like thing. I don't think really artists have that type of access to be able to work with them. So what? How's that been for you? How's that really like influenced your music? Man, it's dope. You know, um, again, Ray is a genius when it comes to understanding the music. You know, it's just different from anybody I've ever worked with, producer wise. You know, it's a difference between. Being in the studio and, you know, you just as an artist laying down your creative thoughts and you being in the studio and you actually being produced. Right. And, like, when you look at cats like Dr. Dre, um, you look at cats like Pharrell, you know what I'm saying, Organized Noise, like, they are actually producing the artists. Mm. And that's why they have so much success. Yeah, and I don't think, we don't really see artists being produced anymore. We see a lot of... Send your beats, verses. Beats being sent out. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you know, I and I, I've never worked with Metro Booming, but I imagine he's actually producing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He got a good track record. You know what I'm saying? I, I imagine he's listening to it. He going back and, you know, tweaking this and tweaking that. And and, and, and even producers like Sunny Digital. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, too? You know what I mean? They they producing. Work. Work, 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 work. So as far as with the, uh, the the culture in Atlanta, I was recently out there um, about a year ago, and there, there's a lot of things that just that just look different about it. I'm noticing that there's a lot of gentrification that's starting to happen. Like a lot of the places that were kind of rural are becoming more suburb. A lot of the places that were more urban, it's becoming kind of you know like these like trendy hip spots now. So so what are your thoughts about that? Are you noticing the gentrification in Atlanta or? Oh, man, they been doing that ever since. You know, I grew up in Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I got where it's at today. You know, they're going to always be, you know, making this shit better, moving out certain people, moving in certain people. That's just the way of life, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're going to do that shit in Denver, too. Yeah, they're Definitely. doing it now. I was about to yeah. say, man, do you feel like that helps or hurts the culture out there? Because in Denver, we in an odd space right now because – you know, coming up in the areas that are getting gentrified, it's like, damn, man, it's kind of like the culture is getting taken away. But at the same time, we want nice shit, too. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, right. we don't want the hood to be the hood forever. But right. So how how is that affecting the culture out in Atlanta? Like I said, man, you know, it's the way of life. Excuse me. Mm. Um, you know, people don't like change, you know what I'm saying? But without no change, you can't grow. You know what I mean? So, you got to move this shit around sometimes. You got to be better, you know? Yeah. That's just facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to make it better, man. If not, you be staying in some shit that just run down. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But people going to complain about anything, you know? Everybody going to be mad about something all the time. That's real shit, man. So, check this out. I got a final question for you, bro. Anything, any piece of knowledge, wisdom, whatever, any advice you could leave with the world right now, what would that be? Get your motherfucking money. <laughs> yeah. For the third, fourth time, you know what I'm saying? Because you're going to need it. 
It's real in these streets. I have one final question. <laughs> what <laughs> you got? <laughs> like the preacher. <laughs> Is the earth round or is it flat? Oh, damn. Uh, <laughs> I think it's motherfucking round, man. That's what I was taught, so. You heard it first? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you heard it like all your damn life. Yeah, right, right. right. <laughs> I think it's round. Shit. All right, man, we appreciate you coming through for real, man. Scotty ATL, let's make some noise, y'all. Hey. Word. Life is Dope Podcast. I'm your man, Graffiti. I'm Davey. I'm This is a Sprite, and it tastes exactly like it sounds. That first hit of cool, crisp refreshment on your tongue, followed by that familiar chorus we all know by heart. Sprite, thirst for yours. This is the sound of regular water droplets. This is the sound of vitamin water droplets. Regular water, vitamin water. Regular water, vitamin water. Hey, come on now. Vitamin water. It has vitamins, but also parties. Copyright 2020, Glasso.